I spent about 20 years working as a waiter in restaurants and writing fiction that I was not successful for the most part in selling. Then about 15 years ago, as of this recording, I managed to get out of the restaurant and had a little money so I could try to figure out what I wanted to do. And I didn't really know what that was. I was still writing fiction, but I sensed that a change was coming. Now, at about this same time, I got very interested in certain philosophical, spiritual ideas that had to do with the nature of thought, of the relationship between what we think and how we feel, and how both of these contributed to what we create, whether it's the stories we tell or the life we lead. It just was so interesting to me. I couldn't stop thinking about it. I would listen to some teachers, but I would think about it on my own, and I would pace around my yard talking to myself about it, muttering to myself about it, because I couldn't stop thinking about it. And I should point out that I never thought about my novels like that. The fictional ideas that came to me, although I worked on them diligently, they didn't consume my mind the way these ideas did. So, okay. So I leave the restaurant and my brother, was, uh, who had been living in New York, was going to be traveling to California where my best friend Chris lived. And he said, hey, come down and visit us. I said, okay. So shortly after leaving the restaurant, I go down to California and I spend a few days with Chris and my brother, John, just hanging around, drinking wine, seeing the sights and talking. And oh, did I start talking because I as we would sit around having our coffee or driving out to the beach, I began talking about some of these ideas. And they, very generously, I might add, listen, because mostly I would talk to myself or maybe my wife or she would talk to me, but I really hadn't had what you might call an audience. And even though there was only two of them, it was enough. So I would talk about the relationship between creativity and spirituality and God and ideas and how these things were all connected. And I talked about it while we were driving. I talked about it over drinks and I talked about it over breakfast. And I love talking about it. And they were open to hearing about it. So that was really nice. It was a conversation, but it was a lot of me going on about it. But okay. So then one day, towards the end of this trip, uh, my friend Chris is driving me back to his house where I was going to be staying. And I was going on about it some more. And he was listening. It's very nice. And then I kind of paused because I'd run out of ideas for the moment. And he turned to me, uh, my friend Chris, who'd known, known me since I was 14 years old. Turned to me and said, Bill, you know what you you know what you should do? You should be one of those guys I see on PBS sometimes walking around on stage talking about God and the meaning of life. You, you should be one of those guys. And I turned to him and I said, you know what? I think you're right. Now, this was a fascinating moment to me because at that point, what was I? <laughs> I was a guy who just left restaurants. I'd been a waiter for 20 years. I had written books that I couldn't sell. And yet I sensed I should be talking to people about the meaning of life. And yet I knew at that moment, I couldn't picture anybody wanting me to do that. And yet I was certain that that was something I could do, should do, and would do. Why? Because it was so interesting to me, the idea of speaking to people about it, to doing it publicly in a sort of on a stage, which has a theatrical element to it. I just could feel within me the interest, not just in the ideas, but in expressing it in that same way. The way a poem is a way to express something and a novel is a way to express something. Public speaking is a way to express something. And I said to myself, yeah, I think I can do that. But did I know how I would do it? Nope. Did I know the route I would take? Nope. 
It just felt like the right thing. And when I looked up five or six years later and I found myself on a stage in front of hundreds of people talking about creativity and thoughts and ideas and feelings and how it helps us tell our stories and lead our life, I realized I was on my way on that journey. But if you'd asked me, how did I get there? Well, I didn't really know. Oh, I couldn't have laid out the exact steps I took. Yeah, I did write a blog and people read it and I did these interviews. But really, really, all I did, my great formula was I got really interest in, interested in this concept and a means of expressing it. I got interested in the idea of talking to people about life in this fashion. And my interest didn't waver. And gradually, that interest led me to the blogs, led me to classes, led me to some coaching, and led me eventually to giving talks in a larger and larger venues. That was the great formula. And it struck me that this is, if you want to know the secret to success, I would say it's that, which is trust what you're interested in. You know, when you're writing a book, you don't really know. You don't really know what the book's going to be until you write it. But what you do know is that you're interested in it, right? And the interest in that story is what leads you to complete it, to fill out all the details, to find yourself from beginning to end. It's your interest. And my interest in talking to people about these concepts, these ideas, that interest is what led me. And as long as I trusted that the interest was enough, it could lead me. But the moment I doubted that the interest was enough, the moment I started thinking I needed to be more or do more or should somehow know more, that belief that the interest wasn't enough clouded the guidance I would have otherwise been receiving. And I started to feel lost and I started to feel hopeless and dejected like this isn't going anywhere. But the moment, the moment my I, my belief uh, and acceptance that my interest was enough, that that was enough, that that would guide me. I again saw the way forward and it has remained my guiding principle. Trust that being interested in is enough. It is enough to write any story you want to write. It is enough to have any career you want to have. And it is enough to lead any life you want to lead. Thanks for listening. I do these every week. And so if you don't want to miss a little dose of inspiration and advice, go ahead and subscribe. And, and don't be afraid to reach out to me at williamknauer.com. I'd love to hear from you. So until next week, this is Bill Knauer. Stay fearless.